This is an advertisement for a product. Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry, a podcast where three boys sit down and talk to each other about things that they like, like Whoop. movies and TV shows and video games and all that good stuff. My name is Lucas. My name's Jared. All right. And... Hey, there we go. And this we got is... That's it. <laughs> and thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. I just thought um, I would speak so... first because of status. <laughs> That's that should have been yeah. I should be going last on all of these episodes. Mm -hmm. We'll start with the tallest and then make our way down. Oh, dang! Jared is the tallest. I think. Well, I think Jared and I are like the same height. No, I think Niles got just a little bit on me. But the thing is, is I'm six two. For people who don't know us personally, (laughs) the shortest of us is six two. (laughs) 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 Which is a very odd. Thing you know, that is an that's, thing. We're we're above average that, in at least one way. Uh, our does that uh, podcast, you? podcast might be a little below average. No, I feel very <laughs> secure uh, <laughs> in my in myself and in my height. But thank you for asking. Good. I'm Lucas. very glad, Jared. I just we, wanted to make sure because I can shave a few inches off my shins mm. if that's going to help you out. No, I actually, I, I I like to look up to you so. Uh, I think keep okay. those inches. Yeah, some, I'm I'm the I'm the shortest at six foot two, and Lucas is the tallest at a ripe nine feet. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a nice round. He's, he's Goliath level height. <laughs> My life is misery and woe. <laughs> Doors are not only like a problem for him; they are like a straight up like day room impossibility. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have to constantly live outside. I Wait, we're going to go get lunch. Oh, uh, are there doors there? Because if there are, <laughs> I'm going to have to pass. <laughs> no, we can we can go somewhere with a patio. <laughs> Typically, I will sprint places. I don't have a car usually. I'll just run really <laughs> fast for a few minutes. And because my legs have just such a large Yeah, your, your span. gait will get you like a mile in about, <laughs> you know, three minutes walking. Yeah, exactly. So I have plenty of uh, plenty of opportunities that way. I don't have to worry about fitting in cars. I make my own clothes by hand yeah. as well. Right. Good call. So. Which usually you think that would result in, um, you know, maybe looking not the best, but you've got some style. You've got some talent really, in your yeah. clothes making abilities. You. Yeah, I've, I've gotten the hang of it over the last few years. Right. So this is a podcast about movies, right? Yeah. Not <laughs> about uh, Yeah. Not yeah. about <laughs> <laughs> the struggles of being a nine foot man. <laughs> anyway, so this week, um, because we have our first Phase Four movie coming out next week, which is going to be Black Widow, and we haven't had a single Marvel movie in a full two years since um, Spider Man Far From Home. That was the last Marvel movie. We've had a couple of Disney Plus shows, um, which have kind of been hit or miss in some of the episodes. But the movies have been pretty solid by and large, and they're going to just probably have more substance because that's really where they're going to be making a lot of money, and that's what most people are going to watch is the movies um, more than the shows. So we thought it would be fun 
to talk about some of our predictions for the phase and just kind of what Marvel is going to do going forward in a post-Endgame world um, because obviously Avengers Endgame was just such a cool culmination to the 12 years of Marvel that they had built up thus far. Um, and now, you know, kind of the, after a hiatus, they're kicking things off with Black Widow, but there will be three other Marvel movies that come out before the end of the year. So we have had a long drought, and we will be met with a flood for <laughs> a very long time. Wow. So they were planning on one year with no movies, actually, in the first place, because between Spider-Man and Black Widow was still going to be a year wait. So that was going to be the longest gap, but then it kind of worked out for them because Endgame happened. If if the pandemic had occurred before Endgame, oh, can you and imagine, we waited, dude? we were waiting a full year and a half for Endgame to come out, I think everyone would just be in absolute oh, agony. yeah, dude. If it had happened one year earlier, it would have been much more brutal. So luckily right. on the Marvel side of things, if nothing else, it's the one <laughs> glimmer of hope yeah. and happiness that's like, okay, at least... The only thing we're waiting for is Black Widow, which should be pretty cool, but it's not like Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. It was the big one. Um, uh, Lucas, for the sake of our listeners, will you go and just uh, list off all of the movies that will be included in Phase 4 so that, you know, we know what we're talking about? I would absolutely love to. I have it pulled up, actually, so thank you. Oh, I was it. hoping you would do it for memory, but... Yeah, in order. Um, I can try. I think I think between you and I'll me, we could get it in order. Let's try I'll do it this. without. Okay. I don't know the exact dates from memory, but yeah, I do know do them I. in order. Okay, so Black Widow, July 9th, 2021. Nice. Then we have <laughs> Shang-Chi, September 9th, 2021. And then we have Eternals, November 23rd, 2021. Nice. Then we have Spider-Man No Way Home, December 14th, 2021. Yep. And then next year, we have... Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is in March. Yep. Don't know the exact date. And then in May, we have Thor Love and Thunder. In July, we have Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And then in September of 2022, we have The Marvels, which is the sequel to Captain Marvel. Which everybody's ecstatic in... <clears throat> about. Yeah, of course. Everyone is so hyped for that one. And then in February, we have... February 2023, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And then in May of that year... Wait, let's see. We'll have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which would be pretty awesome. And then at an undetermined time, probably this summer, late summer, like August or September, we will have Fantastic Four of 2023. And since the trend is four per year going forward, it's likely that the fourth one will be Blade... Um, since that movie has been announced, but there is no date currently attached to it, that will probably be the last one of Phase Four. Okay, yeah, so. that was that was the one I was going to interrupt and say you forgot Blade, but then you got it. So, all right, well, Woo! good job. I didn't even have to pitch in. That was impressive. There we go. I'm very excited for these movies. I'm yeah. very very excited for these movies. I think next year will be the best one for them because we have Doctor Strange too. Uh, Thor 2, no, sorry, Thor 4, Black Panther 2, and Captain Marvel 2. Captain Marvel 2, whatever. But the other three will be pretty <laughs> solid. Yeah, dude. Who would have thought the... that Thor was going to be the one to get four movies? Yeah, no one after <laughs> Thor 1 and 2. No, yeah, that's yeah. pretty crazy. That's um, a good thing Ragnarok was so good. Yeah. Saved it. Yeah. I think one of our questions is similar to that, right? 
Are, are we jumping in? Do we have any news? What's the... What's Let's the jump into... Do we want to do news? Because we can... I can't... Okay, here's the news. News section. Here's the news that I have for you, Jared. And it's news that you already know. Yeah. And that is Fast and Furious 9, F9, is out. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm, I'm going on Tuesday because uh, of $5 Tuesdays. No. And so I'm still nice. not entirely sure. However... No. John Cena as Dominic Toretto's brother is sure to just be phenomenal. It's gonna so. be great. It's gonna be. It's Even just it gonna be the best one yet. Sense. It's gonna be faster <laughs> yeah. and more furious. Now, it better be. I'm gonna be up next weekend. Oh really? Then I'll I'll hold off and we'll yeah, get together. Should, yeah, that'd be awesome. We saw. Um, we saw. Have you seen it yet, Jared? No, 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 no. I knew it was out, but I, I haven't seen it yet. There's a lot of movies that have come out that I've just kind of let slip under the radar for me. So I yeah. just need to... Yeah. We, a lot of Jared and I went to A Quiet Place Part 2 together, and one of the trailers was F9. <laughs> and I know we noticed a line in the trailer this time that we didn't think of before, and it's when John Cena says to Dominic Toretto something along the lines of, my whole life I've always been in your shadow we kind of were leaning together like wasn't he just like a car mechanic at the beginning like yeah. what was John Cena's character doing where he was in a car mechanic's shadow yeah. like he was overshadowing him that hard it just seems uh, so funny to me yeah not only like a car mechanic but a car mechanic and criminal <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, like John Cena. Criminal. I mean, I just I'm I'm excited to hear John Cena's character's occupation because it must be pretty pretty tough. I I was a janitor and a serial killer. <laughs> I was also a car Cena. mechanic across the street, but we did not get hardly as much traffic through. <laughs> While you, Dominic, were always the star child. <laughs> Parents always loved you for only killing some people sometimes. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, great. I have, uh, great news. I've still I've still only seen Tokyo Drift, which I just recently Dude. watched. Dude, that one's great. It's the only one I've seen. And so I went and watched a compilation of the worst scenes of Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite one was where um, Vin Diesel's character jumps off the bridge to intercept Michelle Rodriguez's character out of midair. Yeah, and they sick. land on the car and yeah, they both just man. get up and walk away. It's sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's sweet. I in I think is it seven or eight where they tumble down a mountain like almost hot rod style, just forever. I'm pretty sure it's eight. Uh, no, it's seven. No, seven, yeah. It's seven. And they tumble down just forever yeah, and ever and ever, and then get out and they're just like, fine. And then later <laughs> in that movie, Dominic's car literally just kind of like tips over, like in the air, like does like kind of a half turn and lands on on its head, and he dies. Yeah. <laughs> and then is brought back by True Love's Kiss. Well, to this be is fair. real. <laughs> we, we should hold off, because I, I think we should do a whole episode on the Fast and the Furious. We should. Yeah, we I was going to say, we should but do. But to be fair, is, uh, the car that tumbles is armored. Marvel. If you recall. Uh, right, I do recall. <laughs> I do recall. Oh, so oh, that makes oh, It makes yeah. perfect sense now. <laughs> okay. Well... Another piece of news is that um, 
Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne Batman oh, yeah. was uh, so- seen on set for The Flash. So Whoa. it's officially happening. Yeah. That is for real, for Wait, real. The Flash, as in like, are they doing the timeline stuff as well? What's that one called? Flashpoint? Yeah, they're doing yep. Flashpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's just called The Flash, though. Gotcha. So. Well, that'll be interesting. There's also... Michael Keaton's Batman yeah, was awesome. Yeah, it should be cool. Yeah. I know, I'm excited. It'll be cool to see him back. And there's also a rumor that uh, the Spider-Man trailer will come out with Black Widow next week. Ooh. So I'm excited. Kind of segue back into... A Marvel, Marvel theme. Marvel. Hopefully that is. Uh, hopefully that is the truth because that would be a great way to kind of, you know, re-kick this off. The whole, they. I don't know if you guys saw it, but um, a few weeks ago Marvel had that like kind of sizzle reel come out. Yeah. For all the movies that were coming out, they're like, yeah. we want to like welcome you back to theaters or whatever now that it's safe and like we're excited to have you back and then. It showed every single freaking movie that they have coming out, yeah. like a little snippet from a lot of them. Which was an emotional experience for oh, me. Oh, yeah. It was. Much. Like, I've gone back and watched that a couple times. I'm just like, man, I'm so excited to yeah. see Marvel movies in theaters again. Because the the Shang-Chi trailer came out, right? I'm just like, yeah. this movie is only a couple months away. Like, it is really not yeah. far. It's going to yeah. be awesome. And Black Widow is just a couple weeks um, last week or a couple weeks ago, I said that I was not that excited for Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. After this new trailer, I definitely am. Yeah, it was way better. That trailer actually, was like, awesome. Gave, it gave story substance and was really cool. Also, Abomination shows up at the end, yeah. which I'm still just reeling about. I An no Abomination, like in the comics, with his little fish ears. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> so excited. So I don't know what the heck that means or like why the heck abomination is going to mean Shang-Chi but, but you know what we'll, uh, find, we're, out. we'll find out in a couple months yep yeah exactly only a couple months so it's exciting stuff anyway um, we can just get started with yeah. our questions if you would like yeah I think because we've just kind of laid them all out there do you want to start with uh, yours Lucas yes of course so um, with everything kind of you know kicking off again i um just totally forgot my question and so i apologize it was, it was, my brain i just did well, a brain you, stop you, i'll let you do it <laughs> yeah yeah you'll, okay you'll, you'll find it just give him a second you'll figure it okay, out okay i, I don't want to take this away from you yeah you know it's a learning yeah, experience just, for him it's a learning experience let me just flounder <laughs> for a few seconds <laughs> Just kind of give myself. Sorry. Okay. Also, I just um, ruined the illusion for the audience that we don't know these questions ahead of time. <laughs> so, well, audience, forget what you just heard. <laughs> this is all spontaneous. Well, yeah. No well, I, no, I, think, spontaneous. I think we've been pretty transparent about it. We, where we yeah. do know the questions, we just don't know each other's answers. Right. Yeah. Which is which is always fun. We don't do any pre gaming. No we pre gaming. Have our There's only pre-game. during game and post game. <laughs> yep. Honestly, we don't usually post game that much. <laughs> no, we once we I, talk about I, it, I we're kind of done with and it. And then forget about. It. I half the time I forget that we even have a podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> half the time I forget we even know each other. We're our friends. How well, that's the time a I forget. To finish sentences. <laughs> Cute. 
Okay, <laughs> Lucas, what you got anyway, for us? <laughs> my question is very basic, so I don't know how I forgot it, but I think it'll incite some good conversation. But which are going to be the best and worst of Marvel Phase Four? Okay, with the movies. Yeah, we're not so, we're not talking about that. Was another thing I wanted to <coughs> to ask. Are we talking about the Disney Plus like series? Predictions no. are just that, the phase four. The thing say, is, that could be its own episode, so yeah, it's easy. I think we're just, just gonna stick to the uh, movies. Okay. That's kind of. I mean, and there's a lot there. Kick it off, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a lot, and there's gonna be a lot of TV shows and stuff. But kind of as we've seen from the TV shows, they're more trailers for the movies. Yeah, at least thus far. Yeah. yeah. So we'll just stick to what they're. Loki. Are, Loki is <laughs> freaking sick, though. Like I've loved. Yeah, Loki yeah. So Loki far. is. A little bit astray from that but, formula so far, but there's know, not. We'll, yeah, talk we'll, about that we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks, I, I assume. So, um. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I will go first. I'm going to do two best and two worst. Cool. Um, yeah. I think that, first of all, um, The Eternals is set up to be definitely one of the best. Oh, nice. Dang, um,. Yeah. The reason being uh, pretty much exclusively the fact that Chloe Zhao is directing it. Um, or I guess directed it. It's probably her job's probably, probably pretty close to done at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's but, from what I've heard, um, all those movies have been done since like yeah. the middle of last year. But <laughs> even just the the presentation of it in the trailer which, if you haven't seen the trailer, please go and watch it, because it just looks beautiful, like, visually. And I'm definitely, like, a cinematography guy. I like my movies to be pretty, not just to be fun to watch and stuff, but I like them to look amazing. And this one, you can tell, is going to be amazing. And enough to the point that Kevin Feige, the the executive producer of all things Marvel, um, and creative director now, um, has... uh, been actively like praising how much of the movie is practical effects like the scenery and stuff is practical effects and just how good of a directorial eye Chloe Zhao has um, she directed cool. Nomadland which if I'm correct was best picture winner this last yeah, year it, did. it won best picture um, and, so, and she also won best director <laughs> yeah Dang. so we've got we've like we've got some treats in store for us with that movie um, now I will list one of the the worsts. Um, <laughs> I think I'll, we're all going to agree I'll on trade one of these off. ones. Yeah. So my f- <laughs> my first know. worst, my first worst is the obvious one, and that is the Marvels. Yep. Um, what? Are you, are I think, are you kidding me? I think the first one the was amazing. I'm so well. I actually really liked the first one. I don't think it deserved the hate that it got. I thought it was um, made a billion dollars. So yeah, don't get over it. I, <laughs> I don't say that I word often. I definitely, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's strong. That's strong speaking for you, Jared. But I do think I think it'll still be fine, you know. But compared to what it's going up against with the rest oh, of the movies yeah. in Phase Four, it's just like it's just you like talk to worst. you talk to anyone about it, even when it was still called Mar- uh, Captain Marvel Two. And now it's called the Marvels because they're going to include um, Monica Rambo from WandaVision and probably Miss Marvel from the the Disney Plus show. The show yeah, mm. um, it's no, definitely they're you, you tell that. anyone okay, you tell anyone about it and they're just kind of like, oh, all right, all like right, guess that's coming out. 
where yeah. you tell you talk to people about Thor: Love and Thunder or Doctor Strange: and The Multiverse of Madness uh. or like that kind of stuff, people are amped about you know, and the Marvels just doesn't have that hype behind it, so they're gonna have to do some real marketing for that one, I think. Yeah, but we'll just oh, see. Sure. Um, so one thing, sorry, yeah, just go to for interject it. really quick. Um, I rewatched Doctor Strange this last week, mm. and one thing I noticed about it is they talk about the multiverse a ton in that movie. Yeah, nice. And so I was like, because I it had been a while since I had seen that. I was like, man, mad like multiverse of madness is kind of a weird theme and like name for the second Doctor Strange. But after rewatching that, it's like, no, actually, it's not at all because that's yeah. like a huge part of that movie. Even though they don't really like go to any alternate timelines or anything like that, they mention a lot. They talk about like time bending. Um, that movie was a lot better than I remembered, actually. Yeah. It was cool. And um, <clears throat> that actually leads me to my next best, which is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yeah. Um, for, for the listeners that are unaware, the first movie was directed by um, critically acclaimed horror director Scott Derrickson, uh, who directed such films as Sinister and The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Um He's, he's great, he's a wonderful director, and he has a pure love for the comics. However, he um, left this sequel due to creative differences with Marvel, which usually is a huge red flag for me with movies um, at Ant-Man. But, um... Well, Ant-Man was still <laughs> really fun. Ant-Man was know? still good, but it feels like, like it. a movie that got passed to a different director. Yeah. To me. It, yeah. Well, I mean, and... And then yeah, the second Ant-Man is And proof. also we love <laughs> Yes, Ant-Man. it was poopy. Uh, also we love Edgar Wright, so it's like... Yeah. Right. But, if it had been some rando, yeah. it wouldn't have mattered. We wouldn't have noticed yeah, good call. Um, good point. But, like Colin Trevor. But I, I was sad to lose Scott Derrickson just because of how pure of a love he has for Doctor Strange in the comics, and I was like, who else mm. can take that on? But the guy coming in to replace him is Sam Raimi, yeah! the director of the original Spider-Man trilogy, who also has a background in horror movies, um, dealing, that's his with, main dealing with the yeah. Evil Dead stuff. And that's how he pitched uh, Spider-Man 2, was with the scene where the arms come to life, Doc yeah. Ock's arms come to life in the hospital, and he's the, just killing all the people. Which is oh, yeah, definitely a, like a horror scene compared to the rest of the movie. That's an Evil Dead scene. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. And so, it's um, so good. He's taking it on, and they're, like, I was nervous when I heard Scott Derrickson left, and then when I heard Sam Raimi was coming in, I was like, oh, okay, so this could be definitely the best Marvel movie. <laughs> so you're saying it's going to be better now. <laughs> um, that being said, continuing with the theme of Ant-Man, uh, for my other worst, I have to say Ant-Man Quantumania, which oh, is a really? shame. That because I really want it to be great because they're introducing one of my favorite villains of all of Marvel in that yeah, movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought you loved Kang. Kang the Conqueror. Um, he is a villain who is uh, very potentially associated with the Timekeepers. Um, they've kind of done some... Hopefully. Some, some background changing with, with the Timekeepers in Loki and, you know, who knows what they'll change. But what I'm scared about, based on the last Ant-Man movie is that they're going to reduce Kang the Conqueror, who is like a Thanos-level villain, to... I, I'm scared that they're just going to reduce him to a joke. Oh, um, uh, I doubt that. And so, I really doubt that. I, I doubt it, but also watch the last Ant-Man movie, dude. Like, it's yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> and so I'm... And I still like the last Ant-Man movie, but you don't introduce Kang...
Kang the Conqueror in a movie that feels that way to me. But he might not be introduced in that movie, the thing. That's fair. He could be introduced in something else and then he could be brought back. That's fair. Also, the fact that they already have that character cast for how Mm -hmm. long that movie is in the future, it's very possible that he shows up before that. Yep. So, um, with, you know, kind of predictions and stuff, even though it's not exactly the question I asked, this is just some stuff I wanted to talk about since we have such a huge expanse of movies coming up. Um, I think that kind of as how Loki was kind of the big bad of like the first phase of Marvel and since like phases one through three of Marvel were called the Infinity Saga since it focused on the Infinity Stones and kind of all that stuff I mean obviously not every movie had that but there were a lot a good good chunk of them yeah exactly so I think hot take prediction here that this these next phases are going to be called the Multiverse Saga um because there's just so much that's being tied into the multiverse and things like that that yeah. they've announced nope. or that is already ongoing. And with that, I think that Kang is going to be kind of like the Loki of the other phases in that like he's the first introduced like big bad that like they'll fight in one yeah. of the previous movies, like how they fought Loki in Thor and right. then he was brought back for Avengers. I bet Kang will be in Ant-Man or whatever else before even and then brought back in an Avengers or something like that. Sure. But the big bad will be, like, someone else, like Doctor Doom or... Or Galactus. Or Galactus or something like that. Um, but it'll all kind of, like, tie in. Um, that That's what I think will happen. It would be sweet. That's what I want to happen more than I think it will happen. But right. it would be pretty awesome. That would be yeah. sweet. That'd be very cool. Now, <clears throat> I, I, I'm going to jump in. I'll do mine. Um, please. And I want yeah, please. To. Sorry, I took a long time on mine. That's, that's okay. No, it's okay. Mine will be very quick, I think. Um, but before I say anything, just if you guys are listening to the podcast regularly, um, or even maybe tune into, you know, just a couple here or there, you know that I am definitely the least informed of the three of us, especially when it comes to Marvel. Now, while I've seen all the movies, except for Thor The Dark World, um... <laughs> I and I and I'm very familiar with all the characters and all that stuff that has been introduced. I know pretty much little to nothing about anything else that's like, oh, it's in the comics or now it's like, oh, the timekeepers or the, you know, the whatever, whatever, the Cron boy and the blank stuff. Yeah. So that's that's all that <laughs> I zoned out definitely. Cron Cron the camcorder. Yes. <laughs> See, I, I don't know anything okay, about but, anything. But to be fair, Jared, like, that is like, you can't compare to, like, Niall and I because we are just, we know too much. <laughs> yeah. Just straight up, we know way more than is necessary. Yeah. If you were to talk to someone on the street with the knowledge that you know, they'd be like, be like get away from yeah, me, you freak. you know way too <laughs> much about Marvel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, okay, so... So yeah, maybe I guess it's a matter of perspective, but <laughs> yeah. But in it's the in modern this, life of a leper, I'm in kind of perspective, yeah. being. I'm going to be left behind a little bit in the conversation, but I'm I'm here for a good time. So I don't know anything hardly about any of these movies. I just know the predecessors <laughs> that came before them, and so I think the best one, the one I cannot, and I'm going to start doing some of these. This is me knocking on wood. <laughs> because I really oh, want it nice. to be good. Gotcha. Is Spider-Man No Way Home. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. And because I cannot really imagine hope so. <laughs> a movie with the hype that has kind of gone around it and all the like, oh, who's gonna be in it and all that stuff. Like, if it's not good, if it's not great, I'm gonna be just so let yeah. down, devastated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be absolutely devastated. Um, <clears throat> so that that's like a pick of mine that I'm like, I really hope so. But it could also go in the category of it might be the worst. So. That's yeah, actually yeah. my pick for both. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. That's yeah, your pick hey, for both. Okay. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, because here's good the thing: if it's not the best, it's gonna be the worst. Yeah. It's like how Lucas talked it really about. Is. It's like how Lucas talked about last week in his uh, Star Wars episode with the other directors turning down directing the prequels. They're like, we're not gonna touch Star Wars because if it's not amazing, it will be terrible. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of the same feeling around this Spider-Man movie. Yeah, so, so I, I mean, it's yeah. really just a waiting game. Maybe the trailer will yeah. ease some of my worries or make me yeah. way more worried. Uh, but I guess we'll just find out in time. <laughs> It'll be more worried because it shows like a new Doc Ock or Electro costume and they're worse than before. Oh, just dude, like, I yeah. Well, I, I, mean, want, I just want a comics accurate Doc Ock costume. That's all I want. Oh, the yeah. Bright like the bright green and yellow the with goggles. the goggles and the big oh, old yeah. belt on him. Yeah. Like, I just. That's that's what I want for for. We'll try to put something up on the Instagram, a comics accurate Doc Ock, and just imagine that just in a perfectly movie. translated into a movie. It would be amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. But so you, what Jared was saying though, like it, there is so much hype and buzz around this movie. Yeah. Like, it's actually mm-hmm. insane. Like even people who don't know much about the movies or even care that much about like the other Spider Men are just like hyped pog out of their minds <laughs> yeah. for this movie yeah. and like just I literally like because there was a rumor that the trailer was going to come out at the beginning like the first day of June and I literally went to bed the night before I was like man I'm so excited for tomorrow yeah. and then I wake up and obviously it was a lie right. <laughs> I was just like dang it <laughs> and here we are just waiting in agony yeah. for this trailer to come out it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting Um, I, yeah. I'll give Two more, because that will be actually my, my official answer for both the worst and the best. That's a good answer. <laughs> um, I think the the one I'm most excited for, and and you got to bear with me, because there's a lot of really cool titles and stuff coming out, but I think Shang-Chi is the one I'm most excited for. As soon as I heard yeah. they were doing it, because this is a character I know nothing about, but it sounds like, and with the trailer in it too, it's it, it looks like it's going to be a very much like kung fu martial arts movie and that's like a genre yeah, that has yeah. not been touched by marvel that much you know or even like right. really at all mm-hmm. and so just Super seeing heroes. them dip into something completely new you know in a yeah. you know place in a location that feels very interesting it's similar to black panther when that came out because it was just so yeah. unique to itself so yeah yeah and so I'm, I'm incredibly excited for that one and i it's gonna you know, be awesome. I don't have a whole lot of expectations for it. Just I'm I'm just excited to see what that means yeah, for Marvel. Yeah, it just looks cool. Um, and then my other, my least favorite, or the one that I'm least excited for, and it'll take a lot for me to actually go see it in theaters, is Captain Marvel two or the Marvels, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. because that's just one that I'm like. <laughs> If if I don't hear people saying, "Oh, it's it's actually really good," I just don't think I could get myself to go to theaters and see it. Like I really don't. Nyla, Nyla, and I will drag you. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm gonna make you go because I'm 
I'm going to all of these opening night if possible. Oh yeah, yeah. Me too. Okay. No, there's no if possible. That's just it's just happening. So that's the one that I'm like, please, I just I just am not excited for it. We'll we'll drag you along. Don't worry. Okay. Well, yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> of course, um, I'll I'll start off with my least favorite since it's the same as Jared and Niles. Uh, not least favorite, but least hyped. The one that I think will be the worst. Um, the Marvels. <laughs> Again, though, I did not dislike Captain Marvel one. No, I thought did it I. had some cool stuff with the scrolls and Kree. Yeah, I did I dislike like... it. So <laughs> I think that's why <laughs> yeah, I'm that, way more That's hesitant. totally fine. There are definitely things about it that I do not love, um, but I thought the Kree and, Kree and the Scroll were cool in it, and I'm excited to see kind of what they do with the Scroll going forward. Yeah. Um, especially with like Secret Invasion and whatever else. <clears throat> For those of you who don't remember, the Scrolls are the Kareen guys with like the I don't even know kind of Thanos the, chins a little bit. The Thanos chins. The, they've exactly. got the lines in their chins. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and they got like the the fish ears kind of. Um, or elf ears, I guess, would be better. A little more elfy, um, yeah. Fish ears yeah. is abomination in Shang-Chi. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to that. Um, that's exciting as well, yeah. because abomination is also going to be in the She-Hulk Disney Plus TV show. So. Yeah. Mid-roll, mid-roll news. Um, the new Shang-Chi trailer showed abomination, the villain of the Incredible Hulk, which is like semi-canon in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Um, it showed... Also like 14 years old. It, it showed him to be involved with this movie, whether in a very large way or in a very small way, we're not sure, but they're bringing yeah. him back, which is cool because of what Lucas said. He's also going to be back for the She-Hulk Disney Plus series. So it's cool that they're kind of starting to grab onto some old stuff and, and wrap it back in. Yeah, it should be cool. Um, but yeah, the Marvels just does not look interesting to me. Um, I don't really have a huge attachment to any of those characters, Captain Marvel or Ms. Marvel or Photon, who is the other, who is... Um, Monica. Monica Rambo. Rambo. She's, she was cool in WandaVision, but like, I mean, she's definitely the part of it that I like the most. Um, so I'll watch it and we'll see what happens. But... I'm not like I, I'm just very indifferent on this I'll go see it and if it's good then cool if not then so be it um, and then with my favorites this is so hard because there's so many cool sequels coming out that I'm just so excited for um, but I think I'm just going to go with um, Fantastic Four yes I'm glad you brought it up <laughs> I wanted to talk about it because Fantastic Four are just such like a pure and fun property and just super easy to like relate to. It's very like simple. It's just like a family who are superheroes. And yep. the best Fantastic Four movie that has been made is The Incredibles. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so it'll be cool to get like a live action, full scale, like MCU Fantastic Four movie because the other ones that we've gotten so far, honestly, when I was a kid, I liked the original two, The Silver Surfer and the other one. Looking back, they're not great. Um, they're not as bad like, as people say, though, either. But they're yeah, pretty yeah. rough. People like to really trash them. <laughs> they're, they're, no fan, they're pretty they're no rough, but they also they're no fan yeah, force exactly. But they're also no they're also no original Spider Man trilogy, which is kind of which the vibe the they era. were going for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and like they were also doing the very playful, like let's make this feel just like a comic book, but it just kind of mm-hmm. didn't play as well. No, definitely not. Right, and. Um, yeah, 
Fantastic Fan Four Stick, I think I've said before, is my least favorite movie of all time. <laughs> so anything, literally, if it's better than my least favorite movie of all time, then I will be happy. <laughs> that's such a but low bar. I, think, <laughs> I know. But as long that's, that's as it's bar. not the worst movie I've I don't, ever seen, I, I will enjoy it. I don't think you're going to be let down on that. I really yeah, don't. I think, I, I think I'll be all right. <clears throat> And because of that, I'm I'm so excited because there's a lot of cool stuff they could do with this movie. Kang could be the villain of this one too. Honestly, yeah, they could do that's true a whole lot of stuff. Um, also, some... um, to be directed by the director of this era's Spider-Man trilogy, um, yep, John Watts. Mm-hmm. And so it's gotcha. it's exciting because they're kind of taking this guy who they know can make you know comic accurate but also have it updated to fit into the Marvel Universe. They're getting the same guy that took this often rebooted character and made him work mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe, and now they're doing that for the Fantastic Four, which is in a very similar situation, but less beloved. Yeah, less beloved, but could be more beloved. More better. But, <laughs> yeah, no, more there's better. no way that they will become more beloved than Spider-Man, but <laughs> I think that people will really come to love Fantastic Four. I don't know. I have a lot of theories as to kind of how they're going to work them in because um, they could have it set in the past. They could have it start now. There's a lot of cool stuff they could do with this. Um, We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, then... uh, I totally forgot what else I was going to say. I'm excited for all of them, pretty much, though, except for Captain Marvel 2. I'm just very tepid on... (laughs) I'm tepid, yeah. (laughs) We'll see. Well, that well, was hyped. Um, that was a very short question that resulted in very long answers. But the I thought it was fun. Podcast. That's pretty much um, like what we're like, going for in this anyway. So yeah, let's just yeah. let's speed round my question real quick. Yeah. Let's do it. Just because mine does not require much thought, and that is, yeah. what actor that's not already part of the universe would you like to see brought in in Phase Four, and what role would you like to see them play? Yeah, and I will start. If if any. No, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Um, and this is one of my... You'll, you'll sense common themes, and I'm sure you have, between the boys. And uh, <laughs> I'm just going to cast my favorite actor for my favorite role. Um, of course. My favorite part. And so That's I, fine. I would love Ryan Gosling to come in for yep. the MCU, and I would love for him to play the Human Torch. Now, oh, <laughs> that's a good casting. He he already has that really fun kind of like fun uncle vibe, and he's so so funny um, <laughs> that he could fill that role. Uh, he that's he, a good he pick. also plays a very likable asshole. Pardon my language, but um, like he wow. really does embody that, like a very We're have to put Solo, an explicit like, uh, this demeanor. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my choice. He's he's awesome, and I think he'd be great for the role. And there's That's no confirmed casting, so I think I'm in the clear. No, no, no. There's nothing. There's been no details announced about Fantastic Four except that it exists yeah. and it comes out in 2023. Right. Um, for me, though I love Willem Dafoe, and if the rumors are true, then he's coming back as Green Goblin again. Woo! All speculation. Woo-hoo! Who knows what's going to happen? But if I were to cast someone else as Norman Osborn in the MCU... I would love Giancarlo Esposito, who plays Gustavo Fring wow. in Breaking Bad. Oh my god. That's a great pick. <laughs> that is a really yeah. good pick. 
So I think that he would be so good. He would be terrifying. He's the scariest person in the world. Honestly, like, (laughs) he's up there. Like, I think Willem Dafoe is freaky. But, like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Willem Dafoe is already an excellent Norman Osborn. Both of them. But if they were to do a new one in the new one, um, Gustavo Fring would be such a cool... cool That is a really, really good pick. Dang, two for two great picks. Um, yeah, my, <laughs> my one is really Mal hard. casts himself as Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, I would, I, okay, so here's my thing. First, I've got two, and I'm just going to say them real quick. First of all, yep. Matthew McConaughey, Ghost Rider. Um, oh, wow. I, I think he would be awesome. Is Ghost Rider um, even in this? I don't this? know about Ghost Rider. There's, there's no, no point where he would go in other than maybe Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. But fun fact. He's just like, um, all right, all right, all right. Matthew, Matthew McConaughey has been in talks with Marvel for different roles before. He was um, one of the top picks to play Ego the Living Planet before it eventually went to Kurt Russell. Right. in Guardians uh, of the Galaxy great. Volume 2. So, and I know how Marvel operates their casting because I watched a little documentary-ish thing on it where if they look at one person, they are now always considering them for future roles. Right. So like, Matthew uh, McConaughey could definitely show up in the future. Okay, but how about Matthew McConaughey as Doctor Doom? <laughs> That's not That'd bad. Really good <laughs> I dig it. Okay, but I want to say my other casting pick. And that is um, Glenn Howerton as Adam Warlock oh, in yeah. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 3. For those of you that don't know, Glenn Howerton plays Dennis Reynolds in Always Sunny in Philadelphia and, like, not that many other things. He plays a very small role in a horror movie called The Strangers where he promptly gets shot in the head about <laughs> two minutes after showing up on screen and he's in a show Dang called it. AP Bio. But he was the original, um, he was one of the top picks to play Star-Lord in the first Guardians of the Galaxy before he was convinced to, before the director was convinced to look at Chris Pratt. And so now we know that they're considering him as well. And James Gunn, director of Guardians of the Galaxy, knows that he wanted uh, Glenn Howerton at some point. And so I would love for him to show up as Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock, for the listeners, is a very... um, kind of overpowered Goku-like character of the Marvel Universe, where he's just kind of like... In the original Infinity uh, storyline, he was kind of the Captain Marvel role, where he's just like the all-powerful, like, I'm the way that we can win this war. Um, And he also has golden skin, um, which for fans of Always Sunny is (laughs) fun. He's the golden god. Because because he's he's the the golden golden god, God, and that is something that Dennis Reynolds refers to himself as very often. So that's my pick. (laughs) It's a great pick. Like, I know we've thrown it around a little bit, but it just really would be fantastic. It seriously is (laughs) is good. Like, it would be good. He also has a friend called Pip the Toad, which Danny DeVito could troll. play. <laughs> Pip, oh, Pip, oh, yeah, Pip the Troll. troll. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Danny could play a toad. Uh, Danny DeVito could play a troll as well as a toad, very easily. Well, <laughs> Danny DeVito could play a mean ghost rider. He's already played a penguin. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I think those are that's that's a really fun question, Niall. Thank you for asking that. Yeah, th- um, thank you for letting me. Yeah, no, I think. I'm going to, I kind of have like two big questions that are kind of wordy, but I'm going to simplify them both into one question. 
That is. Wow. What is your biggest concern for Phase 4? Or what is, you think, the greatest opportunity Phase 4 could have, right? So what's something that could be like, oh, if if they don't really address this or something like that, then it could be really bad. Or, oh, if they do this really well, it could be the best phase yet. So, like, this is just a chance to talk about, like, one maybe final thought or concern that you're just, you know, you want to you yeah. wanna say about these. Right. Uh, and and I well, know I, so. I kind of sh- shifted it, so I can go first if you guys would like. Would uh, you? Yeah, sure. That would be for. great. <clears throat> yeah, give you some time to think. Um, I think one of my biggest concerns is that there is no Avengers movies, right? And I know that's the mm-hmm. whole point. Um, like, is the Avengers kind of had their, their big climax and it'd be almost impossible to follow it back up, but I think those movies always capstoned the phase, right? It was always the big finale, you know, Avengers or uh, Avengers 2 or Avengers 3 Avengers and 4. Three. You know? Lest we forget the fourth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was like those were the ones we were always looking forward to for the most part because, you know, it was just like now we get to see the band back together. And, and it kind of, it, the I don't know, back together. it kind of concerns me that we don't have one of those movies in this. And so I think I'm very interested in seeing how they address that, seeing if they like, I know they're going to lean more into these solo stories and just having people like kind of jump back and forth within the properties and and that could be interesting but it does i don't know it just i'm interested in seeing how they pull it off so that's my concern i think one thing that i i really expect them to do and i hope they do it well is just to have that like momentum right so every at the end of every marvel movie they usually throw in like a post-credit scene or even like something small like that or part of the plot of the movie just kind of leads you to think like oh okay so it's going to keep going in this direction something is coming yeah something's coming like thanos is coming or or you know these infinity stones what's gonna what are they going to do with them you know and there were just these little threads that you could follow along all the movies and you could tell they really were trying to make something much bigger and so i'm really excited that like not uh lucas was saying the infinity saga is over i'm ready to see Mm -hmm. those new threads and ready to see what the big yeah Oh, yeah. is for the them. multiverse saga hopefully yeah. because the crazy thing about it all with the infinity saga as well is that they didn't even reveal that that was going to be a part of you know the whole marvel thing until the end of phase one with avengers right like Thanos shows up and they name drop like the infinity stones even though there were they were in the movies they didn't specifically say hey you know loki's scepter has actually got an infinity stone in it or like the tesseract is going to be an infinity stone yeah um, they, it wasn't until like Thanos showed up that it's like okay something big is really like happening here right. um, and so with my kind of response to this one thing that it kind of looks like they're doing and I really hope they are because it could be super super cool um, with kind of how they set up all the Avengers before making the big Avengers movie they gave you know Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Hulk all their own movie and then they brought them all together in the Avengers and it worked super well because we got some time to know the characters and then even if you just went into Avengers you could love the movie even if you hadn't seen the other ones but if you had seen the other ones you loved it even more so with this phase I hope and it seems like this could be a possibility they do the same thing but with villains and they introduce villains in these different movies and then tie them all together in a movie 
as if they had the villains as the protagonists where it was like a Thunderbolts movie Thunderbolts. or like Masters of Evil or something like that where you know you have Baron Zima who's still around John Walker uh, the US agent we have Purple Elaine we have ghost <laughs> we've got we've we've potentially got a red hulk in thunderbolt yeah. ross or yep, thaddeus ross yep um there's abomination there's um taskmaster if he survives black widow there's potentially you know, there's, mysterio still yeah there's mm-hmm. spider-man villains there's so many villains that are still like unfortunately Marvel kills off their villains at the end of their movies just because they don't know what to do with them, I feel. Justin Hammer is still around out there somewhere as yes, well. Yes, bring him um, back! <laughs> yeah. So it would be cool to see a lot of these little threads get kind of brought back in and then tied together yeah. in a villain-led movie from Marvel, which I think would be so cool. That's a good idea. I mean, Loki is kind of that, but they've... I mean, they kind of have... He's not really a yeah, bad guy. Yeah, he's, he's been a good guy for a while now. Yeah, exactly. And so it would be cool to have an antagonist-led Marvel movie, especially a team. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing it looks like they're setting up is Young Avengers, um, which I've never been the hugest fan of. No, neither. Um, that's like Wiccan and Speed from WandaVision, right. WandaVision's kids. And then they have cast other roles going forward. Um, I'm not a huge fan of you know the adult characters being replaced by teenage characters yeah um just in any aspect of filmmaking or movie you know what would make the marvel universe better making it more ya than it <laughs> yeah is. making it yeah exactly <laughs> but that's like disney's main demographic so it wouldn't blow me away if right. they did that right um but i trust them enough that they could do something cool with it at the yeah. same time so we'll see. It, it seems like that's what they're setting up for, those kind of two threads. Um, something with the multiverse as well. Who knows what? But it'll be cool. I'm excited yeah. to see what they have going forward. Um, for me, what I'm excited about is actually what you're nervous about, Jared, and that is I'm, I'm kind of excited to see it go away from the movie, 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 big buildup, like, culmination. Because now they're going to more of a format that's a little more faithful to standard comics, where those those big crossover events are pretty rare in the comics. But like when they happen, it's a huge deal. But right, usually, yeah. it's smaller crossovers. Just like, like team ups in this. Yeah, in yeah, this exactly. new Black Widow movie, how she's going and working with all of these other little heroes, or Doctor Strange, how. Um, Scarlet Witch is going to be a really big part of that and Thor Love and Thunder how the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to be a big part of that or uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever there are rumors that um, uh, Winter Soldier is going to be kind of a part of that and like be helping out in Wakanda like repaying his debt and even the Marvels like that kind of smaller crossover type thing it's Mm -hmm. it's exciting it's all little like side stuff it's exciting that the characters have gotten to a point where they no longer have to be isolated to their own thing and they Mm -hmm. all are just like it feels more like a universe now where like yeah these characters exist and they can just kind of show up whenever they started doing this really I think the first big step towards this was Thor Ragnarok um, when they just like go to Doctor Strange's house for a sec and you're like 
okay, yeah, cool. Like, yeah, right. yeah, he's there, and they can go and visit him. And, like, yeah. even though it's probably way more expensive for the studio, like, they're not worried about money. They yeah. can pay Benedict Cumberbatch a huge, huge paycheck to be in one scene. Yeah, because he's going to be in, actually, Spider-Man as well. That's another thing. Yeah, I forgot about that. He's going to be in Spider-Man, so... And so there's, there's a lot of this... Um, smaller, more intimate crossover stuff that's happening that I feel uh, is a big service to just making the universe feel a little bit more real. Um, and and I'm excited about it. And it also is going to start kind of helping to answer those questions of like, well, why weren't, like, why didn't Captain Marvel come and help yeah. win the invasion? And it's like, right. honestly, just kind of chill a little bit like I hate yeah. that complaint because it's like yeah. it's the movie like shut up it's the movie yeah. Yeah. but with exactly. this stuff more and more crossovers are going to start happening where it's like oh well they do all live in the same universe and they do kind of cross over with each other and help each other mm-hmm. out and I'm I'm pumped about that and, yeah. and, and it's not every time something happens every yeah. single one of them has to show up it's just like to meet the needs Yeah. like Doctor Strange is going to want Wanda because she's also a sorcerer it's not going to be like Oh yeah, hey, um, uh, Bucky, could you just like come help me out with this thing? Yeah, I just, come, like, come some, shoot some bullets come at shoot these some demons. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, but that makes, that makes I, a lot I, of sense. Yeah, so that's my big concerns? thing. I, um, my concern, uh, my concern mainly is that the audience isn't gonna be on board with the change of that format. Mm. Yeah. Um. My concern is that there are a lot more people like you, Jared, that are like, where did the big team-ups go? Like, what's, like, why, this doesn't feel like the Marvel that we once had. Um, I'm not concerned about them bringing up weird characters like Shang-Chi or the Eternals. They've done it before, before the Guardians of the Galaxy movie came out. Everyone was like, who are these nobody characters and why are they making a movie out of this? And even when trailers coming out, they were like, this looks stupid. And now it's yeah. like one of the most beloved of the Marvel movies. So I'm not yeah, worried exactly. about that. What I am worried about is that the audience won't be on board with the new direction um, at first. Yep. And the yeah. other thing that I'm worried about is related to Lucas, and I didn't talk about this immediately because he did, but it's that I they're starting to work on kind of setting up that Thunderbolt idea, the, the villain team-up, and I just don't really see how it fits into the plans for this phase. And yeah. so I'm scared that they're setting it up now and then it's just going to be this agonizing process of waiting, you know, six or seven years for that to actually pay yeah. off, you know? Well, the other thing, though, is that we're kind of looking at it from a like a long, long-term perspective, like multiverse stuff, and like if Doctor Doom or Galactus, like we have to remember Thanos didn't show up until... That's true. Like it, it took him first time. Well, ten years. It was four, ten years. Fourteen, because he shows up in the Guardians of yeah, the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, movie. but to be like an antagonist, like an actual threat, yeah, was that's true. Ten, it was ten full years. years, and so if we're counting, you know, Black Widow as the beginning of that, because twenty twenty one is going to be the beginning of Phase Four. If the end of Phase yeah. Six is in twenty thirty one. Then, dude, <laughs> maybe maybe that's when Doctor Doom is the end. Can you imagine? What if they throw some multiverse stuff into Black Widow? Just that like some really hints. Weird. That would yeah. be sick. Yeah. Oh, I hope, I'm so excited cool. for that movie. That would be cool, unless they use it to bring Black Widow back, 
then I'd be like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, let the characters. That's a big thing. Like, I just, I hate sequels that take away from the original. And I think if they do exactly. anything like and I, that. And I really don't think it will. Yeah. I just, yeah. It doesn't seem like it will. That's, that is a, another concern anyway. of mine. Well, so we'll fingers we'll crossed. We'll see how yeah. it goes. One, one last thing I did want to talk about, just because it's going to be, that Marvel kind of has to really tread lightly and do well with this is replacing Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther 2. Yeah. Obviously they announced that it, they're not going to replace him, like recast him or CGI him in. He's going to be a new character. <laughs> um, yeah, luckily. Yeah. He's going to be a new character. There's going to be a new like protagonist of the Black Panther movies. Right. Right. Um, the, I think the obvious choice would be Shuri, his younger sister, yeah. Yeah. since she also takes over the mantle Very of Black Panther. technologically minded. She could also kind of take the role of Iron Man so that Spider-Man doesn't have to, which I really hope exactly. is what happens. That would be very ideal. Um, <laughs> the other thing that could happen is with the multiverse stuff, because um, Michael B. Jordan is such a great actor, he did great as Killmonger, if at some point in Doctor Strange or something like that, they went to an alternate timeline where the roles were flopped and T'Challa was the antagonist and Killmonger was the like the Black Panther. That'd be pretty they sick. They could bring him in That's to the timeline and have him. That, that could be super cool. Because he is a great... He was great in the first Black Panther movie. Yeah. And it would be kind of cool to see him brought in another way of doing kind of And stuff. that way it's not replacing the kick because he's still playing Killmonger. Exactly. But yeah. if Killmonger were the Black Panther, we're good, I, that's yeah, kind of exactly. cool. I like that idea. Yeah. I I doubt that will happen. It seems almost certain that it'll be Shuri, which right. is fine. Yeah. Because yeah. she is a cool character as well. But that's a cool concept, yeah. at least. Let's let's yeah. tag at Marvel Studios and see if yeah. this movie that see is if they'll certainly... change the script to the movie they've already written. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't started filming yet, though, so there's still true. time. There's still time. It's time to recast um, to get one of the biggest actors <laughs> at the moment <laughs> yeah. to come in. <laughs> well, but yeah, I hope this was enjoyable for everyone. It was I, for me. It was for me. I certainly love talking about Marvel. Um, it's it's fun, especially since we have Marvel coming out soon again. Finally, and, you know, once it stops, it will never stop. Once it starts, it will never <laughs> Once it stop. stops, Once it, it stops, stops, it never stops. Once it, yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> if that were the case, then we would never be getting Marvel content again because it already stopped. <laughs> no, but once, it's, once it once stops, it, it never stops. It, yeah, so it won't stop now. Because, because it, it stopped. Stop. Yeah. Because it is stopped already. So now exactly. it never stops. There we go. All right, that's a good send-off, I think. <laughs> yeah. Hope you... You enjoyed our rants and our theories. I bet that probably most of our theories will turn out to be false. Yay! Um, as it always is, Cap- but it's still who, fun to talk about. Who knows? And the Marvels speculate. might be the best movie in the in the MCU. So, <laughs> no. Yeah, it, it, might, it might be. It, might, be it, could, be. it, it could, could be. It could be. It could be. Technically speaking, it could be. But with all the other ones coming out, it won't be. That's true. Um, That's anyway. just true. Yeah, I know. It's just, there's no universe. There's no world in the multiverse where the Marvels is the best movie of Phase 4. Um, I'm sure it'll be fine, but not the best. Yeah. 14,603,000 options. And the Marvels is never the correct one. The best. (laughs) How many? Yeah, nothing. None. Zero. Sorry, there's zero. (laughs) Hey. Prove us wrong, Marvel. Prove us wrong. 
Yeah, prove us wrong, yeah, please. Prove us wrong. Anyway, hope you all enjoyed, and we will see you next week. Bye. Ciao. See ya.